0: I know my neighbors are mad. It's 2 a.m. right now and I'm recording this. (laughs) Hi friends, I'm sad and yeah, I'm sitting on the floor because this is my last night in my Houston apartment. I'm moving to LA and I'm in my feelings. I'm over here just like being whiny. (laughs) I told y'all I'm committed to making an episode every week and if that means recording an episode at 2.30 in the goddamn morning before I move, so be it. And I figured for this episode, let's just talk. Let's have like a little heart to heart. Like a little like last moment together in the apartment. (laughs) But I want to share some things that I've learned from throwing my life away. And then building my life into kind of like my dream life. And like how I did it, what I learned. And how I feel about moving and leaving it. I'm upset. (laughs) So let's start with an update of me right now. I came down sick three days before I was supposed to move. I feel like dog shit all right you can probably hear it in my voice i'm stuffy like a little toddler i feel like ass i'm exhausted and this is the absolute worst timing this could have happened like i have so much to do and no energy for it <laughs> this really is the worst timing to get sick but i'm making the best of it and i'm doing what i gotta do so let's start with this whole process of moving and how i've stayed positive throughout it because it's always like Things going wrong for no goddamn reason. Like every time I move, it's just like a headache. So let's dive into some things going on and how I've kind of like shifted my perspective to not be like pissed off and upset. Because like, I got hit by a car recently. <laughs> how am I just gonna throw that in there like that? Like just so casual. Yeah, I got hit by a car. If you want the full story time, I posted one on TikTok. I'll link it in the description. You can go watch. But I want to talk real quick about taking things as a sign because. A lot of people in my position would look at everything I'm going through and experience it as like a sign not to leave. So with getting sick a few days before I leave, I already bought the damn flight and I already paid for my car to get transported. Ain't no take it back. Ain't no change it around. Like I'm committed to moving and that's the biggest thing that people mess up with when they want something. You like half-assed commit. I'm fully committed. So nothing is going to sway me. And that's kind of like when the universe is going to test you to see how committed you are. Because when you recommit, things weirdly fall in line after they get chaotic. But I'm not looking at getting sick as a sign that I shouldn't move. I had a friend recently tell me that when you level up your life too fast... And you shift the realities and you quantum leap too fast. Your body is like a physical thing. And it can't keep up with your spirit and like what you're achieving and the vibrations that you're like advancing into. So your body kind of like gets sick. And it's funny if I look back on my life. Anytime I made a big shift or quantum leaped, I literally get sick. Like my poor little body can't keep up. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. (laughs) But it is annoying as hell. Like I'm sick of being sick. But I don't know how valid that is or how true it is. So it's just a cute little perspective so I don't get mad when I get sick. I'm more of like, okay, yay. Like, I need to, like, be easy on my body, give it a little sleep, give it a little water, (laughs) give it some vegetables and shit so it, like, feels better. Like, it makes me shift the perspective on my body when I'm sick. So I wanted to share that one. And my friends the other night threw me a surprise going away party, which my friends have never done that. I've never had friends who have, like, put the effort into doing that and they also bought me a Versace bag my little heart like (laughs) it's so meaningful to me like I'm so sentimental I'm such like a little like tough stuff asshole but I'm so sensitive and like I'd be caring about little things (laughs) but for my friends to like put that much effort into me to like throw me a surprise party meant the world but that's when I got hit by the car is when I was walking into the dinner oh my god I'm okay I'm fine like I handled it right and i wanted to fight i was ready to go when i hopped off that hood i told the guy now get the fuck out because i was ready to go at it but i handled that situation very differently than i used to or like the old me would have so when i got hit by the car i like wanted to fight like that was just my go-to was like i want to beat some motherfucking ass but the guy didn't get out of the car and it gave me a chance to think and i was like okay I'm outside in a public place. There's people all around me. I don't know who's watching. I don't know who's recording. I don't know what's going on outside of like me and what I'm experiencing. So this is the first time where I've like logically been able to think even why my adrenaline is going. Like I'm good at being on the spot, but like when I'm in attack mode, that's very different. Like I lose kind of like all sight of logic and reason. And this is the first experience that I've had where I thought for a second And I handled the situation so right. Like, I was okay. I was fine. And I was going to jump on the windshield and smash it. But I didn't. And when the guy didn't get out of the car, it made me, like, stop. And I thought about everything. I thought it through. And I was like, Leo, just walk away. Just walk away. Just walk away. And I was, like, part of me wanted to run so bad because I have so much to lose now. I have so much that can be taken away. And for me to just get arrested or... Go through some stupid shit like this. Like, it's not worth it at all. So I literally just, like, thought about it. And a lot of people would look at the situation and be like, okay, that's a sign you shouldn't leave. Or whatever. They'd assign some meaning to being hit by a car and having that whole little fiasco. But what that experience did was kind of, like, test me. And I showed myself how much I've changed. Like, I showed myself that I can trust myself even when I am in attack mode. And that's something I used to not be able to control is like when I get ready like that in fight or flight mode and I'm like my sights are set on someone or something to like attack it like I got confidence that I'll handle it right and I'll think it through and I won't just risk everything that I care about and love and like the things I'm working on and the things that I have. I'm not willing to risk that anymore. And even when I'm in my attack mode that I used to not be able to control that whole situation made me realize i do have control over it and it's not like a bad thing or a bad omen i look at that like a big gift to myself because going to la and moving now i'm moving with more trust in myself i'm moving with more security and safety with myself where these circumstances can happen and i'll just be ready to throw everything away because i can't control myself when i get angry like There's a difference between getting a little pissed off. I'm very emotionally controlled. But I'm talking when someone hurts me or there's like a physical threat or something like that. When I get in attack mode, that was something that was like everything was out the window. No logic, no reason. I didn't give a shit about a consequence. But that whole situation just like repaired that with me. And like now I feel so much more confident. Like I'm able to think. I'm able to control myself at any extent. And I'm so, like, relieved. Like, holy shit. So, like I said, I'm not looking at it like it's a bad thing or a bad omen or anything. I looked at it like it was the universe kind of, like, preparing me for what I'm about to go through. Because I'm about to move to a whole new city. And just that emotional stability that I realized I actually do have now is so nice. I can't be fucked with. I'm truly unfuckwithable. That's fun. (laughs) So now I feel a lot more confident about my move to LA and handling things right, no matter what. Like I have that ability. I knew I always had it, but I haven't had to like act on it yet. So I'm very, very grateful that I got hit by the car, but I'm still mad that the car was dirty. It was a nice ass BMW, but like would take your car to the car wash before you hit me with it. That's fucking annoying (laughs) because then I was covered in dirt and I had to go to my dinner. The next thing I want to talk about with moving is I'm excited, but I'm extremely sad. And I want to kind of break that down. And a lot of people talk about things after they've gone through them. And that doesn't help me. So I want to talk about this as I'm going through it and how I'm keeping myself sane. Because it's easy to just talk about things. Oh, like you've overcome it. Like This is something I overcome every single day and things that I'm facing. So like I want to talk about them. So logically, I understand Going to LA and leaving my life here that I've just built for the last year is what's best for me. I can logically see how that's what's in line and what's going to help my career and help me achieve what I want to achieve. It logically makes sense, but emotions are not logical. So me being sad about it is normal. And that's one thing people don't realize. And that's one thing I have to check myself on all the time is like, okay, Leo, you're sad, but why? Like I'm having to give up my entire life and go restart and make a whole new one for what I want. And that's something people don't really talk about a lot is the cost of the life you want to live is your current one. So all the things that make you feel comfortable and safe and all the things that are known, even if you have a life that you don't really like, it's still comforting in a way because it's known like you know it to go into the unknown is scary like there's no comfort there's no stability there's no nothing you have to go create that and i do have it under my belt that i moved to houston a year ago and i've done this but just because something logically you know it's right it's like leaving a toxic relationship you logically know it's what's best for you but it does not hurt less like for me to give up my entire life here and go restart I'm still allowed to be sad, even though it's a logical decision and I'm going through with it regardless and I'm sticking to my guns on that. I'm still sad and I'm still kind of like down and I'm going through the motions, doing what I have to do, getting everything packed and moved because it is the right decision and I'm going to go through with it. I am still taking care of the part of me that's sad and it makes sense though. Like I finally found true friends. Like What I thought was friendship before, the people that I've met and the people I've become close to have like, I can confidently say now that true friendship exists. Like the dream friends I've always wanted, they're real. You will meet them, you will find them. Like I found them and they found me and it's the best feeling. And it hurts even worse to have to kind of like leave them behind and move. And I know I have friends already in LA, but I'm just like, fuck. Because the people I have here, it's like, they've really changed a lot for me and they've healed my entire relationship with friendship and I believe in it now and I believe there's people like me out there because I've found them like I've become close with them and I've felt valued by them like beyond comprehension and I know it sucks to have to leave them and I'm very very fucking sad about it but I'm doing what I need to do for myself anyways so I want anyone watching this to relate that to their own life like with a relationship or anything that you're doing, like logically it can make sense that this is the right decision, but that's going to come with a lot of pain. And are you going to go through with it anyway? Like me moving to LA is painful as fuck, but that's what I need to do for my bigger picture, what I want. So I'm willing to do it. I'm going to be pissed about it. I'm going to be upset and I'm going to cry. Not in front of nobody. I don't let nobody see me cry, but I'm going to just be sad on my own. Now I wanna talk about taking risks and how the first time you take a risk is enjoy it, bitch, enjoy it. When you don't know what's coming, it makes it so much more enjoyable and it's so much more beautiful. Like there's so much more fun in it. And when I first moved to Houston, I didn't know what was coming. I didn't know what moving entailed. I didn't know what it was like to completely reconstruct your life and not knowing what went into it made it seem easier and I was able to just jump because I didn't know what was off the cliff and all the things I was going to face and what I was going to have to go through. Had I known what was going to be there, I don't think I would have jumped as fast as I did. I would have like tried to over-prepare and like overthink everything but taking a risk when you don't know what the fuck is going to happen is beautiful. Like there's so much beauty in not knowing what's coming and the reason I'm saying that is because all the things that I faced with building this life that I have in Houston, I was able to take it one step at a time as I became aware of things I needed to do. So I was just like living and going through it and it was fun and it was like, oh, this is just what happens. Now I understand what all goes into throwing away your life and then going to build a new one. And I'm kind of like, damn. Like I'm ah. like now that I know what goes into this to move to LA, I'm kind of like god damn it. Like I know I'm going to hit that wall of sadness. I know how hard it is going to be to like reestablish everything I want and building security and feeling like secure again and finding my little rhythm. It's going to take a while. And I know that because I've been through it now. Like The first time you do something, please enjoy it. Please enjoy just not knowing. Because the second time you do it, now you know what goes into it and it's a lot harder. Like It's just... Like I'm excited, like I said, but I'm also sad that I'm giving up my life. But I'm also like, God damn, like I'm about to have to go through all of these things again that I just did. But but like I said before, I didn't know they were coming. So I was able to like handle them a lot easier. Now I'm like prepared when I go to L.A. I'm like, I'm going to have my week where I have to get situated. It's going to be an absolute shit show. I'm going to have to meet all these people, do all these things, learn all the roads again, find the gym that I want to go to oh my god, like, (laughs) it's so much, so please, if you're going through something for the first time, or you're considering taking a risk, just do it, and enjoy the hell out of it the first time, because the second time you do it, or when you want to flip again, you're just gonna be like, "Eh, like, damn it, and another example of not knowing what's coming, it's like, Everybody wants to know what their life's going to be like, how it's going to go, how things are going to be. You don't want to know. You do not want to know. Because when I was 19, had someone told me, Leo, the thing that you say that you want and the life that you want to have, you're going to get it. But this is what you're about to go through for the next six years. Are you still going to go? Had I known the pain and the things I was going to face before... I went into it like if you lined me up and said these are all the things that are going to happen This is all the ways you're going to get fucked up and your life is going to be ruined Are you still going to go through with it? I 100% would not have done it I would not have done it because it kind of takes away from like the destination. It's like Yeah, i'm gonna get where I want to go, but I have to go through all this shit first Oh, no, like just not knowing and just going through life Is so nice and I no longer want to know things about the future Like, let me just build and go as I go. And that's another thing I want to talk about is as you go through things, you build. Like, who you are builds and gets stronger. And who I am now versus who I am when I first moved to Houston, two completely different people. I've become like 12 different people since I moved here a year ago. But my tolerance to everything is so much higher. So like my tolerance to overwhelm By being so overwhelmed, I learned how to deal with it. And now my threshold for dealing with a lot going on and overwhelm and heartbreak and tragic things happening is so much higher. Like I'm able to function now and still be under immense pressure that I used to not be able to handle. I would have folded. Like if you took me now and me a year ago and put us in the same situation, he would have folded. I will never fold because I've learned By going through the overwhelm and not escaping it, but going through it and looking for a way through, not a way out, it built me and it raised my threshold. But with overwhelm and pain and sadness and all of that, my threshold for good things happening has also raised. I'm able to handle these good things. I'm able to create these good things and have all this happen. So as you go through the periods where shit gets really bad, you're building the tolerance to it. You're building the tolerance and like you're exercising the muscle to be able to deal with it. So if shit's bad, look at everything you're learning and look at everything you're learning how to deal with because like my last few months of my life have been so overwhelming and me three months ago versus me now, me three months ago would not even have been able to handle this move like to work on everything that I'm working on and do everything that I'm doing and still uproot my entire life. Old me couldn't do it. Me now is like having a rough fucking time. My body's shutting down, I'm sick. But I'm able to handle it mentally, if that makes sense. Like I'm able to handle it mentally and emotionally. I'm able to like actually get these things done because I've gone through everything. But that's the thing is I didn't know what I was gonna have to go through. And when I was going through it, I didn't realize I was being built and being made capable of handling what was coming that I asked for. So when shit gets bad, Just remember me saying that, like you're being prepared for what it is that you want. Trust me, as someone who's seen the worst of the worst and been through the worst shit you can imagine, it's for a reason and it's building you. You're not being punished, you're being prepared and I will die on that hill. Now I wanna get a little vulnerable and share something that I haven't talked about online before. And it's something I didn't really realize until now and the past couple weeks, is I've never felt like I've had a home. I've never felt at home anywhere. And I'm not talking about a sense of belonging. I've never felt like I belonged either, anywhere, or fit in. But I've never felt like I have a home. I feel like I just stay places. And I just kind of like i am there. Like I don't ever, I've never felt like I have a home. And I'm talking like ever in my life, Because I was constantly like back and forth between so many different areas and places and people and things. And by valuing myself and living my life where as soon as I don't feel valued, I leave. I've like bounced myself around so many places, but I've never been able to get stabilized. And that led me to never feeling like I have a home or like a consistent place And even when I moved to my first apartment in Houston, y'all saw me level up into this one. But in my first one, I never felt like I was at home. And even in this one, I never felt like this was my home. I felt like I was just staying here. And that's something I'm still like exploring on my own. But I've had a lot of realizations around that. I just wanted to express that to everybody. Like, if you feel the same way, I do too, babe. Like, we're right here together. And... I've realized, I talked to my sister about this because she feels the exact same way. I don't feel like I have a physical home. I have my home in me. Like, I am my home. And I've had to learn that and adapt that from what I've been through and not ever having a consistent place that I live. Like, my home is with myself. So no matter where I go, I, I am my home. And that's kind of the realization that I had. But that's nice and it's comforting but i am gonna make my new place in la homey i'm gonna try my best to decorate and make myself feel like i'm at home why am i fucking itching is there a bug biting me or am i getting electrocuted i don't know what's going on <laughs> but yeah that's my goal for my new place is to make it feel like a home And I'm going to have to decorate a little bit differently because, like, the way that I decorated this apartment was, like, vibey as fuck. Like, I finally got some money and I finally, like, got my own style and, like, I could afford to buy, like, everything I wanted to buy. But this time when I moved to L.A., I really want to have my home feel like a home. Because when I'm going through chaos and everything going on, (sighs) I need a comforting, like, tranquil place to come back to. And my house has always been that. Like, my apartments have been that. But... I want to set like intention of like creating a home for myself outside of my physical body. Like I want my place I live in, my environment to feel like my home also, you know, like I want it to be just an extension of like the way that I feel at home in myself. So I'm going to try and do that because honestly, just living in your mind and having your home be inside you is only going to be comforting for so long because like, Everyone tries to transcend and like get out of the human experience. Girl, we're stuck in it. We're all stuck in a human body. I don't care how spiritual you want to be. My head and my heart and like my emotions and my mind are all like a very comforting place. I've worked on that relationship with myself and made my home in myself. But I am still a human being and I want to have the physical environment feel like that too. So like you're not wrong for wanting to like tap into the physical like world. And that's one thing a lot of these little spiritual people do. we they're like, "Oh, I'm on my healing journey," and they try and like transcend the physical. No, you need to get grounded in the physical. You need to use the physical for what it can do. And if Basically transmuting what I feel inside of me into my environment is going to help me. I'm a zoo. Cause like dealing with the level of stress that I'm under and the pressure that I'm under, it is a lot. Yes. I'm able to deal with it, but I need to find new ways to comfort myself and kind of deregulate when I am stressed. Like I want my home to be a place of stability and comfort and like ease, not the way I've been doing it. <laughs> this is kind of like a tangent for no reason, but whatever. So the last thing I want to hit on in this episode and just kind of like share with you, this is just like a stream of consciousness video. I don't know. Maybe I won't even release this if it's not good. I don't know. Y'all tell me. Leave me a comment on if it's good or not. <laughs> I know what I'm sharing is good, but like it's not structured the way that I usually do it. This is more just like, girl, I'm on the floor. Okay. I'm sick. I'm sad. Leave me alone. <laughs> but I want to talk about happiness really quick. My whole relationship with happiness and the way I'm able to be so happy all the time and regardless of like what my life looks like it's because i don't have my happiness be dependent on life looking or being a certain way i can find happiness in anything like yeah i'm sad and i'm sick and whatever but like i'm content sitting right here on the floor like i'm having fun (laughs) and that's something that i've had to learn to do is be able to find happiness with anything and it's when you don't attach it to looking and feeling a certain way like your life doesn't have to be a certain way And you don't have to have certain things and be with certain people to find moments of happiness and things to be happy about. Like the whole having your home and yourself thing, that helps it because it doesn't matter my external. I'm happy inside. I can find happiness anywhere. And that's something I had to practice. So like people that are going through a lot of shit, and that's when I learned how to do it, is when I was going through a lot of bad stuff. So the people that are going through really rough stuff right now. This is your time to practice looking for happiness anywhere you can. Don't attach it to looking a certain way or being a certain way or making it be dependent on hitting a certain goal. Like, be happy now. Look for ways to be happy in the present. There's always something. I don't care how small or how stupid it is. There's happiness to be found anywhere. And a lot of people always ask me, like, cause my life is constantly like in an upheaval and it's so chaotic and it's so like. Changing so fast, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. Like it's chaotic. Like the people that are in my life see how much I deal with and see how much is changing and flipping. i like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I just look for the happiness in it. Like I look for any little moment that I can, and look at the piece of it. But like my biggest thing recently, I've been telling myself is life is meant to be an adventure. So that's one way I've disconnected my happiness from things being a certain way. Because a lot of people would not be able to go through a move like I'm going through and remain happy or remain positive in a good mood. Like, I'm not happy all the time. I'm an angry asshole when I wake up. Tired, fussy, sick. Like, I'm not having a good time. But just by telling myself life is meant to be an adventure makes me feel more able to handle what's going on in my life because when you are expecting your life to be stable and consistent and easy and smooth and like that's not going to make you feel good when things don't go that way so when i say life is meant to be an adventure it's meant to be chaotic it's meant to be changing so when you're not looking at your life like something's going wrong boom you release the resistance to finding the happiness so when i get really stressed out literally just saying life is meant to be an adventure It makes everything happening not wrong or bad anymore. Like, this is expected. For the life that I want to live, this shit's meant to be an adventure. It's meant to be chaotic. It's meant to be changing all the time and changing nonstop. There's meant to be heartbreaks. There's meant to be happy times. But just granting yourself that kind of permission to allow yourself to not have to be a certain way. Releases so much tension and pressure and stress and it's like ah, I'm along for the ride like when you make your life going wrong or Being painful not mean that anything's wrong about it. It just feels better So that's a big way that I find happiness in absolutely anything I don't tell myself that my life is wrong or things are going wrong or that they're bad This is part of life life is an adventure see <laughs> and my other perspective that I hold with this is Happiness is not a requirement for the things that I want to do. So a lot of people go through life and they force themselves to like only do things that make them happy. Or they think that if something doesn't make them happy, it's the wrong thing. You're fucking yourself by putting that label on it. Happiness is not a requirement for anything that I do. If moving to LA, if I forced myself like, it has to be happy, it has to be good, everything going on right now, I would be 10 times more stressed because I'd be looking at it like it's not meant to be happening. This is all expected. So even though there's not happiness right now, and it doesn't seem like that great and positive and all this and that, like I said, logically, it makes sense why this is the best move for me. But emotionally, it feels like hell sometimes. That's going to make you think something's gone wrong. And it's like people just can't do something if they aren't happy. It's like, bitch, you don't have to be happy. As soon as you take off the requirement of having to be happy, you're free to actually find the happiness in the process. It's not that hard. (laughs) That's just something I really wanted to talk about. But does that make sense? Like when you force things to have to be happy or you have to feel good while you're doing it, it just... Blinds you and it kind of like puts this expectation of like if it's not going this way It's going wrong. And when you think something's going wrong, it makes you feel worse So you're not gonna be able to be happy. Does that make sense? Am I wording it right? Oh my god, it makes sense in my brain (laughs) My sick brain. Those are all the points. I really wanted to hit for this video. Just like I made a little like Guide of like, okay, talk about these things and then shut up, but I'm excited for LA and I'm excited for this next chapter of my life But I am sad during this little process. But there are happy times and sad times. But like I said, life's an adventure. This is all part of it. And I know you're just as excited as I am to see what the hell we're about to do. (laughs) Because you're on this journey with me. We in this together. Just comfort yourself along the process, just comfort yourself and go through it. Like I related it to leaving a toxic relationship, it's gonna hurt, it's gonna suck. But just comfort yourself through it. Like you understand why you feel the way that you do. But you're going to stick with your logical decision. And when you commit to things being set, like committing to leave this place, that leaves no open space for questioning if anything is even going wrong or is a sign I shouldn't do it. I'm just committed to it. And I'm committed to figuring it out. I'm committed to finding a way through... So relate that to your life however you need to. But it's three o'clock in the morning, girl. I'm tired. So I guess this is it. This is the end of the Houston era. And I just wanted to thank you guys for coming along like the road with me. And this is just the beginning, bitch. It's just going to get better from here. We are just like, we've been on a little steady incline. This shit's going to (laughs) go. I'm going to go pack up this podcast equipment and go my tired ass to bed. If you want to keep up with parts of my move with me, I'll be posting it on my social media. But I also joined Snapchat. (laughs) And I've been posting a lot of shit there. Because Snapchat finna run me a bag, girl. People making money on there. So I was like, okay, here I go. (laughs) But I've been posting a lot on there. Like more of my day-to-day and things like that. And I'll be posting a lot about my move. So y'all know I post everything. So if I'm sad, I'm sad. If I'm happy, I'm happy. And I'll post about it. But that's all I got for this episode. Everybody take care of yourself. Be safe. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday in L.A.